calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Real Hauntings Podcast. <laughs> Noah Daniels. And I'm JJ Crable. Hey guys, uh, Kevin Delgado. And Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> Where do I start? No, I'm just a stand-up improviser here in Atlanta, Georgia. I used to live in a haunted house, that's why I'm here. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm super psyched to hear about this. Okay. Um, the Haunting of Hill House is one of my favorite shows. <laughs> yes, so, mine too. I wish it was uh, exciting. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a little disappointed if it's not as thrilling as <laughs> No, I'm just I mean, kidding. I lost three of my siblings. But no, oh, I'm oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin, just so you know, so uh, Noah here is a, a little on the ghost agnostic side of the spectrum. Mm. And I'm, I'm much more on the ghost skeptical <laughs> agnostic side of the spectrum not okay. because i don't like ghosts like i want ghosts to exist i want to believe in them so i want to believe you in your story i'm very much like that yeah i'm very uh i like to i like to be the skeptic mm -hmm. but I, I i like to lean into like paranormal shit yeah like if something paranormal is happening i will run yeah. to go check it out Cause how cool would it be yeah, if, if it that was is true? Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be the one asshole who's like, "Nah, fuck this." Right? Am I allowed to cuss on your podcast? I didn't. <gasps> <know>. yes, <laughs> okay, <no>. cool. <laughs> I guess. I didn't so. know if it was know. a family podcast. <laughs> we'll have to have that HR conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, why don't you tell us your story? All right. Uh, so this starts back in I want to say 1990, late 1996, 1997. Just moved down from New Jersey to North Carolina. Uh, we were living in a, in a, in a little rich town called um, Cornelius, North Carolina. It was, uh, it's on the lake. So you, know, you have a bunch of like lake people shit. 
Uh, I don't know what that means. What? what uh, just like ri- rich kids. Shit? Yeah, rich kids. Oh, uh, okay. Just a lot of wealthy families living on like boats. Yeah. Um, and we had gotten a house. Uh, I'm pretty sure for relatively cheap. Um, and it was kind of like at this weird intersection. Uh, and it had a ton of land in the back. And it was three stories tall. But I'm counting like the the basement was kind of like a uh, like a I call that a story because. It was a basement, but also it wasn't because it was like half underground. Like the foundation kind of stuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay, like the house yeah, yeah. was like built on a hill. Uh-huh. So, whoa, it's like a hill house. Damn. Oh, my God. Holy shit. So far, you're <laughs> off to a great start. Um, but I, and I remember weird shit happened for me, like the moment I walked into the house. Uh, there was a weird, uh, like I remember feeling very strange about going to the house. Uh, the first time I was there, it was like, it was like an afternoon. It was definitely like, like later afternoon. And I remember walking in with the realtor and my mom and we were checking everything out. And I just remember looking up and there was, I was laughing because there was a, I guess the, the people who had lived there for a long time left a, they had a little chalkboard in the kitchen. I guess you can write like grocery lists and shit. Mm-hmm. And it just said, Hey Kevin. That's all it said was, Hey Kevin. And I remember la- I was like laughing. I was like, Oh, that's cute. That's funny. Like I'm Kevin. And I was telling my mom, and she was like, oh, that's funny. She was asking the realtor. And I just remember the realtor getting, like, a weird look in his face. Like, because he was like, that like, like that was in there earlier. Like, that, that kind of shit. Like, it was all wiped off and everything. And then he played it off as like, oh, the guy who used to own the house was named Kevin. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And he would just write notes to himself, like... Hey, me. Yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't even think of that. It's like, just just that. An insane person. So, uh, after, like, the first, like, few months weren't too bad. I don't remember anything, like, particularly weird. But I do remember the first time I went into, like, the basement. I'd never gone just because there was no need for me to go in. And then I remember my parents never really fucked with it either. But I remember going down there just, like, out of sheer curiosity. And the way that the light was like shining through the windows was hitting this confederate soldier uniform that was just hanging up in the <laughs> yeah there's like a straight up confederate like uh civil war uniform just hanging and so i i just see like the light shining on this uniform and i fucking bolt upstairs because i immediately just assume oh it's a fucking ghost it's an old southern soldier ghost yeah you sure your dad just wasn't into cosplay? Uh, I'm pretty fucking sure. <laughs> uh, he uh, didn't even know how to say Pokemon until like earlier this year. He called him Pokemon, so I'm pretty sure he wasn't into the cause. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Cause being Cosby. Um, no. <laughs> and I remember my mom having weird like my brother used to have a little uh, like a like an imaginary friend, and that I remember that being weird. I don't remember its name, but I just remember he used to like just sit around and talk to himself. A lot <laughs> like a ton yeah and he did it me and him shared a room at the time and i remember he would sit up at night and do it what yeah How, what was the age difference uh four years so uh i was maybe like he would have been like four or five i was like eight or nine and he would just sit up in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. like what would they talk about i truly um i can't remember it was just all like you know regular kid shit asking mm-hmm. ghost shit like the, the, the most cliche thing, he was like, what's your name? Shit like that. So was that, you know, your brother's imaginary friend or do you think Th- that's what really I played was... it off to you? I remember being a, as a kid, I was very uh, like just cognizant of shit. Uh-huh. That was just my dad just because my dad is an atheist. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's always like just been like a person of like just logic and science. 
so he instilled that in me like growing up i, I remember my brother not so much because i was a little bit favorited yeah. <laughs> my brother my, my my mom like my brother was very close to my mom i'm very close to my dad uh but my dad just was like you know just question stuff don't just be an idiot and just believe the first thing you hear uh, which made for a really horrible relationship with me and my grandma because she hates that I don't believe in God. She Boy, spoke I, to me. In I bet he was years. a big fan of your little brother's imaginary ghost friend. He played it off. He, I think he, he's saying because I mean, he played it off like, oh, he's he's a kid having an imaginary friend, you know. Yeah. And then my mom used to have nightmares. I remember that. Like she used to complain about nightmares, mm-hmm. but like constantly. And it was just while you were living in this house. Yeah. 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 She would, she was like, it was vivid nightmares. Did the house ever write <laughs> any more messages for you? <laughs> it did not. No, it did not. My, my mom actually got rid of it. Oh, she, got the rid of, she got rid of the chalkboard. So did your mom also believe it was haunted? Oh, for fucking sure. Yeah. Uh, it was, got to the point where my mom had to uh, get an exorcism. Your like mom she, got an exorcism? Wanted, yeah, I remember my dad being pissed because he's, he's very secular. And yeah. he was just like, I'm not wasting money on this because you gotta like ship a guy out like oh, you can't yeah. just have any like any priest like from down the block you have to like get a guy from like the vatican wow that's actually i just saw something recently that like uh exorcism requests are like growing really really rapidly like more and more <laughs> people are getting them yeah I mean, I mean look at the state that we're in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly it's insanity so did your did your dad ever think it was haunted or no, my yeah. dad, no hell no my dad always had like some logical reasons like oh the cats that you know sneak into the house they're what scratching at the door you know it's, it's these cats it was most of the time he was he blamed it on those goddamn cats because he hated them. He there was like just two straight cats that always found their way back into our house. Mm-hmm. We think it might have been like the old owners had had them. And uh, yeah, oh, I thought you meant the old owners turned into cats and were sneaking. Yeah, <laughs> they were the old owners. That's a real supernatural. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's like uh, hey, did Sabrina. Talk? Yeah, or hocus pocus yeah. with the guy that turns into cats. <laughs> Um, so when were you there when they performed the exorcism? I was the not. House? I was not. I was uh, sent away to my aunt's house. Did your mom ever talk about it? With uh, a little bit. Uh, I remember asking her about it, and she she I think feels a little foolish now. Yeah. Like, just in hindsight, she's just like maybe maybe it wasn't haunted. I know my dad straight up resents her still. <laughs> but yeah, that's like because they're divorced. They've been divorced for years, but. Because it, it's just, it, it was a stupid thing to spend money on. Did like, she feel a change in the home after the exorcism? Uh, we moved. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we moved. Because it, it worked out. It wasn't like we moved because we were afraid, but it was it worked out. Like, parents were, like, in the process of having a house built. And just right after that, the house was ready. And then we were just like, we're just going to go. <laughs> was there any, ever any, like, apparitions that appeared in the home? Or was it mainly, like, Not just creepy me. shit going on? It was, it was creepy shit. I just, it was just, like, an uncomfortable... I never felt safe in the house. Mm-hmm. That was another thing. Like, I just remember always feeling like somebody was watching me, but it was never, like, a good watching me. Um, it was... It was just strange, like I, I, it, it was almost like a, like a, like a negative energy, and I mean, I know my mom felt it for sure. <laughs> like, she was, she was always like, uh, very depressed around that time. So you had the home that was, um, yes, haunted, or you guys had issues with. Have you had other supernatural experiences as you've grown into a man? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, 
Oh, my first boyfriend was a ghost. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was a ghost? <laughs> hey, he was a ghost. Uh, no, one of my boyfriends is a ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> Does he visit you? <laughs> oh, no, I got it. I you found would, the I, person I, I that's wish. having sex with ghosts. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you have had sex with a ghost, please email us at realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com because we really, really want to talk to someone who has had sex with a ghost. That sounds hot. That's the major goal of, aside from convincing us that ghosts are real, that's then like the second place goal is to There's find celebrities who have, maybe you can get a celebrity. Yeah. What was your next uh, spooky encounter? Ooh, uh, in high school, me and some friends uh, thought it'd be really rad to be ghost hunters. Mm-hmm. And so we would just go to like uh, known haunted places. I'm doing air quotes for haunted uh, in, in North Carolina. Uh, it was really more of an excuse for us to have something to do outside of just uh, being drunk at each other's houses. See, so we just go to these haunted places. I remember one night uh, we got really ballsy. So there's this house across from um, the community college in, in Concord, Rowan Cabarrus Community College. And it's always, always up for sale. Nobody has lived there for over 30 years, as long as I can remember. As long as I've been in North Carolina, that place has been vacant. Nobody's lived there. It's... It's in a horrible location, first off, because you're in front of the community college. It's on a main road. And also, like, it's just, it's so tucked away from, like, society. It just feels eerie being there. People have said that people have died in that place. Or there's, like, weird, like, ghost-like stuff. So, one night, we're all, uh, we're like, let's go to the fucking campus haunted house. And we go, and all the doors are locked. So, we're just like, fuck, we can't get inside. And then my buddy's just like, nah. And just breaks the door open, like off the hinges, <laughs> just breaks it off the hinges. And we're like, fuck it, we go inside and it is horrible inside. <laughs> like it's gross, it smells. It's just, you know, it gives you like, immediately my like senses were going like, get the fuck out of here. Like there's no reason you guys should be in here. Uh, but my friends wanted to do like a, a seance. They wanted like to, to use a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And so we took that and I, I was getting bugged out so I have like this weird thing, like I, I ha- I'm very intuitive about shit, but also like I do get these like weird like vibes almost, like like things that tell me not to do something because I, sh- like it's like a weird spidey sense. Right. I just remember getting that feeling like hard and I just like, I was like, I'm gonna go outside and then my other friend, um, Taisha, she was like, yeah, I agree, like we're not gonna, so we were the only non-white people and like it was more like a colored <laughs> people thing that was like. We need to get, no, fuck this. We need to get the fuck out. And so we're chilling and we're outside of the place. And I remember uh, Taisha just stopped talking and she's just like, she has this like expression on her face. She's just like shocked. And she's looking at the second story window and I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I look up and there's just like a white, like a, like a white, white face just staring back at us. Just like staring. And I remember like, I can remember like, it had, it was like it was like a masculine fe- like it had masculine features mm-hmm. and it was almost like uh, it gave me like Phantom of the Opera kind of like mm. like of a feel and it just kind of like sat there like staring at us and then it smiled and that's what like got us to be like get the f- y'all need to get the fuck out like, so you could see its face yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah like yeah. it was close enough that you could see its facial expression yeah like we were it was like we were on the front yard like on the front lawn and we were just looking up to the second story. And we were just sitting there staring at us. 
Oh, that is so terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember, like, <laughs> super weird. We ran inside, like, yelled for everybody to get the fuck out, and they all just, we all just booked it. And I remember, like, falling, like, just busting my ass, like, yeah. trying to run away. Uh, I was like, all right, I'm good. Let's just go and do something else. And then we decided to go to another haunted house. <laughs> Supposedly had, like, the gate of hell in it or some shit, just because it's, like, it's this really, really ratty house, and nobody's lived there for, like, ever. It was just, it's just like rotting and decaying and shit. Mm-hmm. Around it was uh, like uh, like this huge circle, and what we think is uh, like Satanist or, or people trying to like be Satanist uh-huh. used to come to this house and do weird shit, like draw like a pentagram. Well, there's like pentagram or six six six. There's all kinds of like weird baby like bones. occult. No, no baby bones. <laughs> there's like just a weird occult like writing all over this this house uh and like that just that weird that that one circle was supposed to, that's what they called the the gate of hell because uh-huh. somebody tried to open like a gate of hell or some shit and just being in there uh like i remember just getting like instantly like sick like i just remember getting like i had like this like nausea and i was like i'm i can't be in here dude like this is weird like something's wrong like i don't like this and we didn't nothing really weird happened we just heard like weird shit outside <laughs> it's like we're just gonna dip yeah and so we decided to go and do uh because we saw the ouija board and we we're like we we're gonna do this ouija board and we decided to go to a graveyard <laughs> next to a church and we sit uh i don't know if the guy had any relevance but it was like it was cox so we thought it was funny like his last oh, name was Cox. Name yeah, last name was Cox. We were okay. teenagers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid as hell. Of course. <laughs> and so we just sat there and did a Ouija board. And I remember we were just asking stupid questions. Again, me and Taisha were not like touching it. We were like, We're not we're not gonna be part of this. Like we're not we're good. And they were asking it stupid questions and then uh, one of my friends just like, because they got like a spirit. Obviously we're in a fucking graveyard and <laughs> like, we would get something. And one of my friends is just like, are you a good or a bad spirit? And it just goes B, A, D, and H, A, H, A, H, A. <laughs> what the fuck? First it was off, like L, O, I was weird. Like, I, was like, I was like, you may as well just turn LOL. <laughs> that, I would have loved the, the humor on that. that that's, a, that's a comedian, yeah. comedian ghost. But I just remember my friend just going, no, 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 no. And then like, they, they packed up the Ouija board. Uh-huh. And um, uh, later to find out, uh, one of my friends was freaking out because she was like, we didn't say goodbye. To the like, ghost? Yeah, I was like, because apparently when you do a Ouija board, when you're doing a seance, you, you're inviting these spirits and you have to like let them, you're, you're inviting them into the space, um, but you're also supposed to ask them to leave. Mm. Or you're supposed to have like, um, you're supposed to uh, essentially sever that, that, that link. Yeah. And they didn't do that. And I honestly, probably, I don't think it had anything to do with, with it. But like a year later, one of my buddies who was there passed away. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> my friend who was freaking out about it, she is um, like, she went through some hard shit. So you think that because they didn't close that connection with the ghost that they had that, like Yeah, some, that they like had some juju on them. or like know what ghost. you did last summer. Kind yeah, of. like a ghost just following them Ugh. constantly. So uh, to spin back a little bit, the face that you saw uh-huh. on the window of that home, is that something that like if you think about right now, you can still see it? Yeah, I, yeah for sure. Like I, it's a clear picture in my head. Because we found that a lot of our guests um, will try to rationalize sounds or sights that they've seen. 
do you try to rationalize that or you just accept that it was um, some kind of hellish? Straight up. I have, we tried. Like, I, there's no way. Because it, it didn't have, like, a body. Like, it was just the face. So, that's what, like, freaked me out the most. So, it, like, it, it couldn't have just been, like, a squatter living in, in a house. I mean, house. like, it, it didn't, like, who had a face that white? Like, it shone. Yeah. Like, it was a white face. And it was just very strange. And like me and, and, and my friend who saw that, like we we were both we both talk about it all the time. Yeah. It was like, like a, the opposite of a butter face. Whatever just a face. Is. Just a face. <laughs> it was like a fucked up uh Cheshire, Cheshire cat. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. That would have creeped me. Yeah, I don't know if it was malignant. Malignant. Uh, <laughs> Benevolent. Was it or malicious? Was it, malicious? <laughs> yeah. was it terminal? It's a terminal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't stick around to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty creepy. Oh, it's very creepy. So you mentioned that uh, you might have a touch of the shining. <laughs> um, have you, what are some examples other than just, you know, like needing to leave a spooky place? I mean, there have been instances where that's, you feel like kind of paid off for you or yes okay so i want to uh i'm gonna just lay the groundwork so my dad being uh very very logical and stuff he's also uh someone who believes in like the power of, like the human mind so he uh when i was a kid he used to try to train me to be psychic like he wanted me to be like be able to like to tap into that like weird potential that we have that he feels that we have yeah uh he taught me how to lucid dream which oh, is tight. Cool. It takes a long time. Uh, but I tried to teach myself how to lucid dream, and after like three nights, I was like, I don't want to write my yeah, dreams in it, a journal. It, it takes, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. I remember he used to just, you know, be like, think, think of, think of any, think of this word and concentrate on that word and think about it and think of everything you can think about it. And he, he's like, send that word, like send that word to me, shit like that. Like we would spend yeah. a lot of time doing that. Um, so we got to be really close. Um, did you ever what? send words? I don't know. Nothing ever happened. If anything, <laughs> if anything, if we, if he ever got anything, it was out of sheer coincidence. You know what I mean? What's that movie with the, like Ewan McGregor and there's these goats and it's, it's all about like some military or CIA oh, uh, uh, the man who stare at goats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like picturing a, a dad and like a little kid doing stuff like that. Well, that's about psychics too, right? They developed that, that serum where they can... Like yeah. Well, I don't think they developed the serum in the movie, but it was like like a real CIA program of trying to oh, really? trying to train people to be psychics. <sighs> but like after that stuff, like I have had like weird like things happen where I'm like I play it off as coincidental. Like it has to be coincidental. Uh, but yeah, I remember as a kid, especially I would I would talk. I remember talking about like say specific episodes of like Rugrats. Uh-huh. or something and be like I would talk about it for a long time like all day or it'll just be on my mind a lot and like I, I wouldn't know why like why would this specific episode be in my head and then I remember like like turning the channel and it'd be on oh weird and like I would have that happen a lot where I was like oh I'm thinking about the show and then I would change it and it's that show and that episode or this I do this a lot uh, where I'm singing a song in my head and then I go to my car and I'm still singing the song or because uh, I'll sing it out louder but I, I would go to the car and when I'd crank the engine, the song would be playing right at the same beat that I was. Like, it'll be playing on the radio, but it would, like, correlate with how I was singing it. Uh-huh. Uh, which always is, like, I would always be like, oh, that's fun. But also kind of, like, freak me out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, the one you hear about the most is like, oh, I was thinking about Janet, and then she called my phone. Her, yeah. yeah. And I predicted 9-11. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. No, so it is a weird, like again, a weird coincidence. Me and my dad, I talk about my dad a lot. I'm not obsessed. Uh, we were watching Turbulence 2 the night before um, uh, 9-11 happened, which is a movie about hijacking. And then I had this weird dream where uh, I was sitting in an airplane and it, I was just hot the entire time. And I remember waking up and I was like, that was a weird dream. And then um, being in computer class and seeing like the, the teachers kind of like talking to each other, like mm-hmm. being really weird and just thinking and like for some reason knowing like, oh, something happened with like planes. Like there was a plane accident. Like that was like the literal thought in my head. 9-11 happened and that was like an awkward like time for us kids. Yeah. So you're, we're, we're the same age. So like, yeah. were you fifth grade? Uh-huh, fifth grade. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember coming back to class and because fifth grade was when we had dare and the dare officer yeah. and the teacher were talking about it oh damn uh, yeah. our teacher just showed because i was in like the gifted program I because you were psychic quotes. yeah because i was psychic <laughs> i was in xavier's school <laughs> for gifted youngsters uh, no but we go back to so the, the teacher was like you guys are mature enough to understand what's going on she like showed us everything but um and then she was like kevin why didn't you stop this with your powers uh yeah i was like sorry that's a lot for an 11 year old <laughs> i was his young go uh but i remember i kept raising my hand because I, I saw the towers were, were were falling and i remember i kept raising my hand she was like kevin stop. we're we're doing this save your questions for later and i was like no i got the finally fine she got like frustrated so my cousin worked on the 56th floor of the south tower at the time yeah. and i just knew that he worked in the world in the in the twin towers that's how i called him and i just remember when my cousin works in the twin towers uh and just the look on her face so i don't know if like i i had a dream because of that like yeah. did he make it out of the tower? oh yeah, yeah. Was he, he, okay? he was late for work <laughs> jesus christ he, oh. <laughs> he was late for work like truly like the best time to ever be late for work wow and then i did i guess something told me to get out of uh, a party before everybody got robbed oh jeez. yeah i was at a party with a friend um and then we we were working at a bar and so we all had like a ton of money it was a, a bunch of us had just left working at the bar so we had a bunch of cash on us uh we go to one of the 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 cook's house and so we were just chilling playing mario kart just drinking just having like having a good time and then i just get like this like weird like 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 sinking in my stomach mm-hmm. and i just got this knot and then my friend's like are you all right dude and i was like ah yeah i'm just gonna go i think i'm gonna leave like i'm just gonna go and something just kept telling me to get the fuck out like 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 i said like it was a weird like spidey sense where like all the hairs on my like arm were standing up and i was just like i gotta go i gotta leave and i left and then um i get a text the next morning from that friend he's like dude i love you so much just want you to know that uh, we all got like held at gunpoint last night and some of us maybe could have died. I got pistol whipped, uh, and they stole every, so they stole everybody's money. So apparently not like more than like seven minutes after I had left, these guys just like bust into the house and they just like tie everybody up, have everybody at gunpoint. They steal everything, steal everybody's money. Everybody just like left, like working at a bar. So they all had cash. I felt weird. I was like, something told me to get, like, leave, like, right when I needed to. All right. I want to go back to the Ouija board. So, do you, um, are you, where do you fall in terms of, like, skepticism towards Ouija boards? Mm, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm halfway. Yeah. I'm halfway. I always like to, so I, like, I'm, I'm a skeptic. Like, I, I'll be a, a, a agnostic in, in, in that sense. 
because I've never seen anything that would make me like, you know, believe, but also like, I would like to believe like if that, if that's, yeah. if that's there, like, like kind of like what Noah says, like, it'd be nice to know that there's something else after right. we die. But also ultimately I'm in my head, I think there's probably nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like wanted to be kind of open-minded with Ouija boards. And then I, I, I always assumed it was like some really old, traditional thing of like like trying to communicate with ancestors and i i looked it up and it was like just like a board game that like parker brothers yeah parker brothers yeah i remember having one as a kid like we had one as a kid like they would sell it to us it was like like a failed board game that like like people didn't understand how the game works so then they were just like (laughs) oh contact dead people so so i'm like more skeptical on Ouija boards than yeah. most it's like how, if Hasbro uh, can make some, how, how authentic it right. is, like, are the ghosts that are coming yeah. to talk to me? Um, I don't know. I just It's weird. Like, psychics in, in general, like, I, I've had, like, my palm read, and I've had, like, mm-hmm. like I've, had, I've gone to Brujos and Brujas, which uh-huh. are, like, the, the Mexican witch doctors. Um, and they always, they always do a lot of them. I don't know if it's just pandering and trying to get money out of me, but I always get like, I've had a psychic tell me your third eye is your most open chakra. Oh, I've had, a, I've had someone tell me I was an, in, I have an indigo aura that I'm an, I, I'm an indigo child. Yeah, that's supposed to be good, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you like, what, what people are, are like unfamiliar with indigo children. It's like it's the indigo like, girls. Yeah. We're just, a, we're just a backup for indigo girls. <laughs> it's like children who uh, supposedly are born like in between like 1986 and like 1993 who have an aura that's indigo. You're very susceptible to like psychic powers. And like, there's, there was like a bunch of kids who were like, I can see aura and shit. But uh, it, it it's really I think uh, just misdiagnosed uh, AD, kids with ADHD. Yeah, a lot of those kids yeah. end up getting an ADHD diagnosis. Like, I, yeah. I've heard. So. so, any other ghost experiences, or is that kind of the 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 gist? Uh, for the most part, yeah, it's the gist. Nothing like super super scary. Yeah. Uh, like, I saw that Jesus. white face was. Yeah, I'm gonna, white face is I'm scary. Gonna white face I'm, a little, is scary. Yeah. I'm a little disturbed. I'm a, I'm a little unsettled. That house is gone now, though. Yeah. Yeah, the house is uh, demolished. Yeah. Sorry, I thought of another thing. So my oh. other aunt, uh, my aunt lived in a in a plantation house too, but this one was straight up plantation, like legit. Uh, slaves were on this at one point, and bad shit happened. Yeah. Uh, but I remember uh, being in that house. Uh, and there was a door that never shut. It would, it would just fucking swing open. Like you would shut it and it would swing open. But I remember playing with my cousins one day and they were, uh, I would say they're like three, three or four years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we're playing hide and seek. And after a while, like I could not find them. Uh, and then I found, uh, my cousin Nico hiding under the bed and I was like, Hey, I'm done playing this game or whatever he's like no we're not hiding from you anymore and i was like what <laughs> and they're like we're hiding from from the from the man and i was like what man and at the time it was just my aunt there my like my uncle was not there and they would refer to their dad as the man <laughs> and i just it was just an, like an i was like what man is like the man that stands over there and i was like <laughs> yeah and uh and i remember like my uncle used to tell me like he, he said they said the same thing to him once where they're like, Shh, daddy, we're hiding from the man. And he just didn't 
like because my uncle's very like my very much like my dad uh like just very secular he was just like i'm not gonna mess with that i'm just gonna go do my own thing like not even gonna bother with that shit oh my god and so that was the thing that they regularly saw then um yeah and that house they had a piano and it would play itself all the goddamn time sure it wasn't one of those like old western pianos it wasn't but it wouldn't play like music it would just play like like it would sound like something somebody was just like oh god Ooh. no thank you yeah i did not like singing that house that house was fucking creepy jeez it's really creepy Mm -hmm. wow what a bad slave owner energy what a up uptick to end (laughs) (laughs) buried the lead there yeah i um the house i grew up in had weird ticks and stuff but I, I didn't necessarily get like bad vibes but had like noises and stuff but i don't think it was much Did you going feel on uncomfortable had that hide and seek incident yeah at my friend's As, house yeah oh that was yeah at yeah. your friend's house oh, episode one yeah. if you haven't listened to it you yeah, go back and listen out. to it guys yeah the origin story <laughs> If you're a fan of me, you should be a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. But no, the 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 face in the window. I mean, that's it. Sounds like something that's stuck mm-hmm. with you as well. That's super mm-hmm. creepy. To this day, like I, I I will I'll sit up and like think about it. And the one with your cousins. That's kids. Yeah, I don't seeing fuck with like kids, ghosts like shit, that huh? just creeps me out. Yeah. Whenever I see it in a movie or a TV show, I'm just like, uh. Like, my, my mom had another issue with, like, my sister who's 10 years younger than I am. It was a very weird thing, uh, but she did have imaginary friends. Uh, one of them was called Scott. He was a dog. But the one my mom did not like was uh, this, this. It was just, like, an older one that she would call Ringledy. And my mom just, I remember my mom put, like, she, like, um, what's the saying? She's a uh, snip. Yes, she was just like, absolutely not. And my sister was like, because that, that would freak my mom out a lot. Because first off, who, what kid comes up with a, a, a creature called Ringle D? <laughs> yeah, that sounds scary. That spot. sounds like a, a house elf or something. Yeah, <laughs> like something. <laughs> Hello, Harry, I'm Ringle D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Stories, man. That was a, a, a good time. So, JJ, has Kevin made you a believer in all things supernatural and creepy? You know, I'm I'm still skeptical. And I <laughs> I think I'm just I'm skeptical, but I'm also like extremely unsettled by the story, if that makes sense. I think if I had been in those shoes, saw what I took to be what you believe you saw, then you know, I don't know what I would think. I I I imagine I would probably be a lot more inclined to believe that, yeah, ghosts are definitely out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost more scared that it it would be like a squatter just living there. Yeah. Like like smiling at you guys while your friends are. (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill your friends. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like to think of supernatural stuff being dangerous, but. I know that's the only way I see it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think of it as in a good way. Even like. I wouldn't trust Casper. Mm. Why'd he die so young? <laughs> An accident. That, that sounds like that sounds like victim blaming. <laughs> I mean, people would like forget that that's a movie about a dead child. <laughs> Casper didn't forget. <laughs> I never forget that Casper oh, was a dead child. Guys, don't forget you can email us at realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know your stories. Uh, we want to hear them. We, we, we could even have you on the podcast and, and tell your story if it's good enough. So we'd love to hear from you guys. And, and that's a wrap. That's another episode of the Real Hauntings Podcast. 
I'm Noah Daniels. And I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Kevin Delgado. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.